And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Yeah, uh-huh. You know why that lives. 511, 511, 511, 511. Yeah, uh-huh. You know why that lives. 511, 511, 511, 511. Yeah, uh-huh. You know why that lives. Every step I take, I walk like this. Yeah, off rack. Down to the bottom of my gator skins, 511, 511, 511, 511, oh, black skin, gator taint, they call me Tiny D, I say I ain't, soon as I hit the stage, they got the same face, I got my boots on, I make the floor shake, heels inside, Lucchese soaring, it's the big boy, you know what I paint for it? And I got the midget, high hill metal, rockin' mountain, high stiletto, picking out on every level. Hear them haters talk, so I stand up big and tell them, mark it down at 5'11", why you saying 5 foot 7 No tennis shoes, no martial arts, high heels, strut to start, yeah, uh-huh, you know why that lives, every step I take. I walk like this, yeah, off rack, screaming short nothing, got my boots hidden heels, I'm strutting, walking around, see my boots and you know everything, 511, 5'11, 5'11, 5'11, I put them down to the bottom of my gator skins, 511, 5'11, 5'11, 5'11. You gotta love it, Meatball and his lifts. Good morning, everyone, good morning, good morning. It's Freedom Friday, Freedom Friday. Dilly Mean Team at it again. Always. <clears throat> anyway, good morning, everybody. Let me get my buttons straight here. I got so much going on this morning. Hold on. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone in the chat. Happy Friday, motherfuckers. It's Hog in the chat. Scaramooch. Got a bunch of people. I saw we had Steve from England again in the chat. All the way from England. You got to love it. Hit the like. Hit the thumbs up. That's right. It's the thumbs up button. I don't know why I say hit like when I'm on Facebook. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the follow. We're actually, uh, I wasn't streaming on Twitter for a while, but now I'm, I'm streaming on Twitter again today. So we'll just, we'll keep doing that too. So if you see it on Twitter, 
X, whatever you want to call it. Retweet that shit. Good morning. Up, Starwalker. Jobs dead's in the house. It's Friday, Freedom Friday. I will be uh, live tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with uh, James Curry. And we'll be doing memes of the week and all kinds of other good stuff. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff going on. If you got anything good in the chat, we'll keep an eye on that. It's Freedom Friday. We're just going to have a lighthearted, fluid show. But we do have stuff to talk about. Some stuff that's been happening. Donald Trump was in Texas uh, these are the last two days. Listen, you got to love it. I, a guy who's got 91 counts in four indictments, you would figure law enforcement would just want to run away from this guy everywhere he goes. The cops want to swarm, take pictures, selfies, shake hands, hugs. Law enforcement loves Donald Trump. And they, I, I have so many friends that are law enforcement. Even some that are that are feds, and they all, all, all the ones that I know, they're all Trump supporters. They're all like, "It's bullshit. We love this guy. Uh, he's 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 our guy, the law and order president." Like literally, because they're so tired of what they have to go through every day, especially in the streets of these inner cities, where the Democrats love their criminals and just support crime, and it's, <laughs> there's no repercussions for. Um, for anything anymore. Bootgate. Yeah, that we're gonna me and James tonight are gonna get into Bootgate. It's actually that's that's the uh, name of the episode tonight. We can never let Bootgate go away. And we can never let the attack down on these pieces of garbage that have shown their true colors, stabbing Donald Trump in the back, and every DeSantard out there. Every single one. We have to remember them. We have to remember them by face. We have to remember them by name, by Twitter handle, by Instagram handle, whatever it is. Because I'm telling you this, they will find a way to try to sneak back in and be accepted into the MAGA movement. And they should be bullied, shunned, and shamed for eternity. I would imagine some would even get desperate enough to change their social media presence and persona completely so that they could come back on board as uh, a member of the MAGA movement, a MAGA Republican, a Trump supporter, whatever, um, whatever you want. But is there a QD code for Bootgate? No, no, no QTARDs allowed. Or in uh, in for for bootgate, it wouldn't surprise me though. It wouldn't surprise me. Cutards, they're they're kind of fading off into the sunset. Nobody's taking them seriously. I think the I think the cutards thought that they were going to dominate in the MAGA movement. They were going to similar how the transgesters, as Joe Biden likes to call the trannies, well, hijacked the. Uh, the homosexual community, because that's what they did. Even even like the the run of the mill, the run of the mill homos are like, oh, we can't stand these fucking trannies, and they want to, you know, uh, swap their pole for a hole and all this shit. It's the same thing with 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 the cutards, in my opinion. I don't care who I who I offend, but 
the Q-tards thought that they were going to infiltrate, they tried, and take over the MAGA movement. The problem is the mainstream media saw that and immediately connected Q to MAGA, connected Q to Trump, connected Q to everything that has to do with America first. But I think, I think for the most part, we've been pretty successful with separating that for um, rational thinking people. But, uh, you know, they make, they, um, they just make they they make themselves look like retards. But when when we get when when, when they <laughs> they are successful in infiltrating MAGA at at some degree, still, and it really just makes us look bad. It does because a lot of them will be MAGA this, Trump that, Q drops, and all this shit. Q tards trying to be the MAGA bonus hole. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. Qtards are the bonus hole for MAGA. Yeah, I don't want it. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, and mainstream media, listen, they're attacking everybody. They're so desperate. You know, uh, I know Hogs in the chat and and many others who follow the Dilly Show and Brendan Dilly, the New York. I can't wait for this hit piece to come out on Brendan Dilly because I don't know what the New York Times is thinking. It's just going to fuel the Dilly 300 and the Dilly meme team. It literally is going to energize them in, I would imagine, an unbelievable assault on the New York Times itself and the reporters who are, are, are <laughs> putting that hit piece together. It's going to be epic, and I'm here for it, and I can't wait. And I had posted on Twitter last night because, I mean, they're they're going after his his ex-wife they're talking to. They're talking to his old book editor, all because Brendan Dilly had completely ignored them, and rightfully so. I, I would, too. I mean, they're shit. And when this hit piece comes out, it's going to be wonderful. And why are they going after people like Brendan Dilly? Well, you know, they're so desperate to go after anybody and everybody who is behind Donald Trump, who keeps gaining in support and pushing against every narrative, bullshit narrative that they're trying to throw at us, that now they have to go after Donald Trump's support system, Donald Trump's uh, online war machine, anybody. And I'm sure they won't stop at Brendan Dilly. They'll go after so many others like uh, all the memers out there i have i've I've had the pleasure of meeting a few of them in person and i get why they have to stay anonymous most of them few of them are not but i get why some of them do and listen i would just say the meme community which is which is great just give yourself if you have to stay anonymous in the game just give yourself a little extra protection because after Brendan Dilly and they realize the big, they already know the meme team. They already know who, who actually you are on Twitter. They're going to try to uncover your identities. They're going to try to expose you. 110% is they will um, 100% the jobs dead. You, you, you just took, pulled it right out of my, my mouth. They will assemble their, 
team of very efficient doxers to go after every memer and everyone who has hashtag Dilly meme team or hashtag Dilly 300 in their profile. I, you know, I put on Twitter last night that I am, I'm a proud sponsor of the Dilly show with my business, the Patriot Cigar Company. I said, I am so fucking proud to sponsor that show because of the amazing work that he's doing and the, and the Dilly meme team, the whole meme team that what they do. And I, obviously I speak about it all the time. At least once a day, I'm playing one of the memes, whether it's opening or closing the show, not to mention doing the whole segment on memes of the week. Find me besides the meme general himself, Brendan Dilly. I mean, the general of the team, but are there, are there any other outside shows out there not not directly part of the dilly meme team that are highlighting your work other than sharing it and things like that i mean literally i wanted that's why we do memes of the week on fridays and granted we we highlight other memers that aren't part of the dilly meme team but it's predominantly the dilly meme team because of the work you guys put in and do that needs to be highlighted and shared everywhere and it's great because it's getting the attention of these cucks over at the New York Times and these cucks over at whatever other, whether it's Media Matters or whoever it is. I love it. And um, you guys have to keep doing the work you're doing. Brendan Dilley has to keep doing the work that he's doing. Randy is his wife, everybody. And don't waver, and I know that's not going to happen, but they're going to come after all of you. Forget about, you know, everything else as far as what lists you might be on because we're going to get into that. The DOJ is targeting Trump supporters even harder now, uh, but we're, go we're going to get into that. There's a lot more arrests coming because they haven't met their quota yet and they're not finished because they're not done trying to send a message to all of you that the man you're supporting is evil and toxic and they're working on putting him in jail. They're really pissed off that he's gaining support. People aren't getting the fucking message so they have to try to push harder and push that message that, hey, you, you can't support Donald Trump. And we're going to make sure, we're going to try to instill fear in you with federal law enforcement agencies and the mainstream media not to. And to that, I say, fuck them all, because nothing will stop me from supporting Donald Trump and nothing will, support, will stop me from supporting the MAGA movement or having a feeling of America first and having the feeling of fuck the corrupt government and everybody in it. And if that warrants a visit at my front door from these pieces of shit, come knock on the door. <clears throat> it's, it's crazy, but everybody just needs to keep pushing forward. If you have the sincere convictions of what we're fighting against, then you won't waver. And if you feel the pressure enough that you have to go underground, I pity you. I do. I pity you. And I, I hope that you come to your senses because we need as many MAGA warriors out there in the public as possible. It's a fact. We can always use more. We could always stand to recruit more. So with that... It's, I think it's going to be an interesting next few weeks, next few months, a year. It's, it's, there's going to be a lot of speed bumps. There's going to be a lot of shit slinging 
and there's going to be a lot of um, ordinary people, I think, being dragged through the mud. And it's going to be a testament on how these people who, you know, are the MAGA warriors they portray themselves to be, to see their true grit and how they stand uh, to it. So everybody keep doing what, they, what they're doing. I will never stop. I will never stop, ever. You're going to have to put a bullet in my head to stop me. That's it. Or throw me in a cell with no no windows, no communication or, or, or whatever it is. Anyway, we'll start off quick. I actually grabbed this one this morning. Again, I think I've spoken about how I feel about the Biden impeachment. And I get political theater and congressional record and all that good stuff. But we know that Joe Biden is not going to want to end up in handcuffs. He's not going to be removed from office because of an impeachment because he's not going to see a conviction in the Senate. Unless it's so compelling that it's like, all right, guys, we really can't get past this one. But I just don't see it with all of the insulation that this moron has. You may maybe you'll see the smaller people fall, but that's why I'm in I'm in belief that going after the smaller people would uh, bring bigger rewards uh, for us. But House Speaker Mike Johnson, they're going after him. Apparently, he doesn't have a bank account. I didn't even know that, and I don't even listen. I know people, 50, 60 years old, they, they never had a bank account. They, their wives might have bank accounts. Their siblings have bank accounts, whatever it is, and they're, they're doing whatever it is with money. I know a lot of cash guys, member of Congress, a little weird. I don't know the whole details about it. All I know is a lot of left-leaning, bigger Twitter pages and other media outlets are on this thing. Why doesn't he have a bank account? And about the money his wife makes. Of course, they're, they're going to go after this guy. I don't know a lot about him other than I know Donald Trump and then call him the undercover MAGA warrior. And is, I, I'm, still, I'm still with the vision of let him cook. That's just where I am right now. But new House Speaker Mike Johnson says Biden impeachment decision coming very soon. Now, he is a big proponent of Im- impeaching uh, Joe Biden. He was before he was House Speaker, also big proponent of throwing Nancy Pelosi in jail because of um, January 6th and other things. He's been pretty public about that. Uh, Again, undercover guy, not really well-known in Congress, and I think that's why a lot of people are very skeptical of him because he's not a Matt Gates as far as firebrand where everybody knows who they are. He's not a Matt Gates. He's not a Marjorie Taylor knee pads. He's not a Lauren Boebert. He's, He's not a Jim Jordan and and, and other other larger names that we know as if we're following a fucking baseball team. You know what I mean? Which just kind of drives me crazy at this point now that, you know, people are fawning over members of Congress like they're fucking sports figures or, or some sort of celebrity, and they're not. They're fucking peasants that work for us. But, well, <clears throat> you know, I, I get a good... How, how are these people going to go after, you know, Barry... Satoro, Barack Hussein Obama, it's, uh, he, he's not in charge either, but he's probably more in charge than Joe Biden is. That, that's 100%. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor knee pads. That, that should be his shirt too. We get a picture of her with some stupid grin on her face and her stupid shaved orangutan face with knee pads on with Kevin McCarthy standing there and Brian Glenn standing on the other side. That's her boo, Brian Glenn. Kevin McCarthy's her Work husband, I guess you could say. Anyway, (laughs) I'm such an asshole. Newly elected House Speaker 
Mike Johnson on Thursday said the decision whether to hold a full floor vote to impeach Joe Biden is coming very soon. I don't understand what the whole. I don't remember. Did they do full floor votes when they impeached Donald Trump two times or it was the articles of impeachment came. Nancy Pelosi took them and said, here are the articles of impeachment. We're going to vote on the impeachment. Like, I don't remember them doing a full floor vote. Or maybe I'm reading it wrong. Anyway, on Sunday, Speaker Johnson discussed the Biden impeachment inquiry, inquiry with Sunday Morning Futures host Maria Bartiromo. And there's a, there's a video clip here. Oh, this is the press conference. Let's, uh, let's check this out. Can I uh, get a timeline from you on, on your thoughts about impeachment? Uh, Chairman Comer has suggested that his investigation is winding down. Do you feel right now that there is enough evidence to move on articles of impeachment? And how quickly could we see that process play out? And if you've already decided that you're heading towards articles of impeachment, or is there more that you need to see? So <clears throat> many of you know my background. I'm a constitutional law attorney. I, I, I believe this is a very serious matter. I, I was called upon to serve on the impeachment defense team in the House twice under President Trump. Yep. And the Democrats used it for raw partisan political purposes. And I decried that at each uh, step of the way. The reason is because the impeachment power that we have in the Constitution, in the House specifically, next to a declaration of war, you could argue it's the most, it's the heaviest power that we have, and it cannot be wielded for political purposes. So I have been very consistent, intellectually consistent in this, and, 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 uh, and persistent that we have to follow process and we have to follow the law that means following our obligation on the constitution and and doing appropriate investigations in the right way at the right pace so that the evidence comes in and we follow the evidence where it leads we follow the truth where it leads so as we stand here today i'm not predetermined that but i do believe that very soon we are coming to a point of decision on it we're in the impeachment inquiry phase as you know which is an important step in that due process and what you're seeing right now, although a lot of American people are anxious about this, many you know Republicans across the country are anxious to get to the end point on this, and I think some Democrats want to know how it ends as well. What you're seeing right now is a deliberate constitutional process that was envisioned by the founders, the framers of the Constitution. This is how they envisioned this to go, not the way the Democrats did it, snap impeachments, sham impeachments, and all the rest. So I, I, know, that, um, I know that people are, are anxious about it, but I will say uh, Chairman Comer, Chairman Jordan and Judiciary, uh, Chairman Smith and Ways and Means, they've done an extraordinary job, very methodically, and I, I would say outside the scope of politics, they've been taking in the evidence as it goes. So we're going to follow the evidence where it leads, and we'll see. And I, I'm not going to predetermine it this morning. So I get it. And yeah, I, I see the chat. There was no discussion for the Trump impeachment. They rammed it through. And obviously we're dealing with Democrats to do what they want. I guess Republicans want to try to do things the right way. Here's the thing, and again, I'll say it, the whole Joe Biden impeachment thing, knowing how it will end, other than, hey, we got the guy, you got our guy, we got your guy, look, we can do it too, political optics, congressional record, news stories, the accolades of, hey, look, we impeached Joe Biden. He's not going to get convicted in the Senate. He's not going to be removed from office. Again, unless there's something wild to sway some of these far-left senators. Here's the thing, too. I believe there are a lot of uniparty Republicans in the House that will vote against the impeachment as well. Maybe even 
they want to bring it to the floor um, to to vote on if they're going to bring impeachment uh, charges. They may kill it there, uniparty Republicans. I don't know. But they can't just stop. They're, they're in the process of doing it now. But if they vote not to impeach in the House, if they bring it to a, a floor vote just based on if there's enough evidence of the articles of, of impeachment to, to bring it officially to vote on impeachment, and if, if it does get killed, it's going to look horrible for Republicans. It's going to look horrible. But I guess it would be, in a sense, a win to expose those Republicans again who would be voting against it. I just feel like it's time wasted. We know the guy's corrupt. We know the family's corrupt. All the money. We know it. But there are things happening now that I think with other people in the administration that they could hone in on and go after. Uh, it's just my personal my, my personal feeling on it. I would think the information alone that comes out of the impeachment would be worth it because I think the mainstream media would have to cover the impeachment, wouldn't they? I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's like we're on this brink of war, but not a f- like the United States with the Middle East. So it's, okay, let's say the moment the articles of impeachment come out and there's going to be a vote, what's going to happen in the Middle East? What's going to happen somewhere else? Realize that the mainstream media can be manipulated by the by the flip of a switch, and ever and the news cycle can be clogged within seconds with some breaking story that they feel that they are told is more important than Joe Biden's impeachment. Because you know they could talk about Joe Biden's age, because mainstream media is starting to talk about that. But a Biden impeachment is a black eye on Democrats in an election year. So I, I don't know. You can, you can look at it a, a bunch of different ways. Yeah, all based on a lie twice. Pencil neck from California wants to be a senator. Yeah. Which, by the way, I thought I saw an article yesterday. You're talking about Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff supposedly does not live in California and actually lives in Maryland. I have to find that article. I saw it last night, but I was like, I really didn't feel like reading about the guy, but because there's one, that, that woman from Maryland that they want to appoint a California senator. And then they were saying, well, that's not the only, that's not going to be California's only Maryland senator. That supposedly Adam Schiff, his, his action, he might live in Maryland. I have to look more into that. If you got, if anybody sees something on that. Let me know, but I I think that was I saw it somewhere yesterday. So listen, are, are we gonna? I don't know. Oh, again, they're talking about it. Is it gonna happen? We don't know. I think it's gonna happen. I think they're gonna they're going to they they're definitely gonna vote on whether to impeach this guy or not. They're gonna have a full house vote. Uh, th- there's no way around it. I would imagine they have to do that. But again, we'll. Uh, We'll see where it goes. But you're right, Alan. The machine will clog the media with another crisis. Something. Something. They will. Barry Satoro ain't going to jail. You know that. We all know that. I mean, we can. Let's. Let's. Let's call it what it really is. Adam Schiff. Einstein's monster. 
It's it's true. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw. I, I did. I put him in there this morning. We have we have two new chat emojis. We have fake news, and of course, we have the get fucked emoji. It's in there in the chat. I I dropped him in there this morning. AP unfiltered sent him to me. The great moderator, and I uh, I dropped him in. Oh, good morning, OG Nick. You know what I haven't seen in two days. We haven't seen uh, actually maybe three days. Uh, Laura Ann has not been in the chat. She needs to be. Uh, she needs to be punished. We've not seen her. Maybe she's working hard. <laughs> there it is. There are the there are the new ones. In any case, well, we got other issues. Now I was on the phone yesterday with my good friend. Cynthia Hughes from the Patriot Freedom Project, who um, actually, if I haven't mentioned it in a while, but we were talking about the January 6th kids Christmas and the gift cards. Uh, It's November, and we're going to do it up until uh, Thanksgiving, where whatever money you're going to donate in the Rumble chat with the little dollar sign at the bottom of the chat, Whatever you donate in the chat is going towards the January 6th kids gift card Christmas drive to give a decent Christmas to some January 6th kids who have at least one parent incarcerated, convicted, sentenced, in federal prison, whatever you want to call it. Um, you could uh, donate. I will match it dollar for dollar, and I'm going to be buying the Amazon gift cards that they want in $25 denominations so that they can have good Christmases because the financial burden that is uh, being put on the families uh, of the political prisoner parents that have done nothing wrong. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think you can only use the the chat emojis on the computer, I believe, I think. So, did you also know that well, you won't be able to use the chat? Rumble has come a long way on, they have a, uh, on Roku, oh, um, maybe any smart TV, they have their own uh, platform like YouTube. And it's actually pretty cool. So you could actually, you could watch all the shows you like, including this one on uh, your Roku uh, device or Roku streaming platform uh, on your smart TV. So you can just put in Rumble, Add the channel, and then you can watch everything else. Like you'd be watching it on your phone or device or wherever else. And if you want an easy way to get to my channel on Rumble, the easiest way, just go to your web browser, 1776live.tv. Just go to that website, and it brings you right here. Hit the thumbs up on every video you see. It really helps juice the algorithm. Yesterday, we ended up number two in the morning podcast, live podcast. So that was great. We were number nine, and then we topped out at number two, all because of you people. And also put a comment below where it lives forever. I'd really like put a comment on where you're tuning in from, just the, the state you're tuning in from. And uh, it really, I'd like to get 30 comments on this video today. So get the number to 30. I don't care if you, I don't even care if you comment four times. Everybody comment four times. It really, really helps juice the algorithm. Steve from England. That's what I'm watching you on, my phone and TV. See, that's the way to do it. You have you on the big screen, and then you have your phone to get in the chat. I do that on on some Rumble shows that I watch. So I'll be in the live chat on my phone, sitting on the couch, 
and then I got the, the big screen on watching the video. So I don't have to squint and watch it on a small device. Yeah. So if you type the emoji into mobile, it works. So you have to type get. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's a good trick. So on your phone, if you type get fucked with no spaces, you'll get the get fucked emoji. And where's Buck Fiden? Buck Fiden, you in the chat and just not saying anything? <clears throat> yeah. Steve from England, there he is. Put it in the comments, not the chat. The chat doesn't live forever. So, like, it's cool to be in the chat so we can see everything live. But before you leave, throw something in the chat under the video, where in the, uh, in the comments, because it will live forever and then help. All right, people. So, along with raising money for the January 6th Kids Patriot Freedom Project, when I was on the phone with Cynthia Hughes, she was telling me, just this week that she knew of from contacts she has in the J6 world. The DOJ arrested five more people who never went into the Capitol, who were never even near the building. And this is what they're doing now. Like I said earlier, they're going to be targeting more and more Trump supporters, MAGA warriors, whatever you want to... Um, Call it, you know, call, call us, whatever it is. So it begins. And not that it, I don't like the, I don't like how this article starts because it's always been happening, but it, I guess what they're saying is it, begin, it begins more than like on a different phase. Biden's DOJ starts arresting Trump supporters who stood outside the U.S. Capitol and committed no violence despite registered rallies that these people attended on Capitol grounds that day registered with the Capitol Police because they have a whole report on the schedule, registered all around with the proper permits that these rallies were taking place. Well, now what they're doing is they're saying that these rallies, this is, this is important, this is fucked up, people, that these rallies happened within the restricted area. It's amazing where this restricted area came up and there were no signs posted about this restricted area, but now you have the DOJ sending... They're cronies from the FBI and everywhere else, knocking on doors, kicking down doors to come and get you because you were at a legal rally. But now they're saying you were in a restricted area and you were nowhere near the building. But they want to arrest people if they can identify you. On October 13th, 2022, the FBI testified that they were using a geo tracking data to identify Trump supporters who had gathered near the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. The same geo-tracking data that was used in Dinesh D'Souza's movie, 2000 Mules, that everybody said the geo-tracking data is inaccurate. The same geo-tracking data that law enforcement uses to put together patterns on your timeline when you committed a crime like robbery or rape or murder. The same geo-tracking data. So apparently it works only when they want it to work, when it's convenient for them, right? <clears throat> a bombshell report by the Electronic Freedom Foundation, EFF, revealed the vast secretive partnership between private companies and the federal government to surveil and track the movements of millions of Americans. I'd imagine this all falls under the Patriot Act. 
just about every app we have in our phone, in our smartphone, tracks our location uh, based on whatever the app is used for. Well, these companies are selling it to private companies who are now in turn selling it to or just giving it to the federal government at their request to surveil and track people based on who they follow on social media, what they post about, what they watch, who they watch, who they interact with, where they've been, what they're attending. I'm imagining that just about every person, I can't imagine these lists of people that they're surveilling. Whether you attended a Trump event, a Trump rally, a MAGA rally, a MAGA event, a fundraiser, subscribe to certain channels, follow certain people, post certain things, have certain photos, you're on a list. You're on a list. According to the EFF, the initial alphabet agencies include ICE, the FBI, Secret Service, Department of Homeland Security, Department of Defense, as well as state and local law enforcement are being funneled hordes of private cell phone location data by private brokers who harvest the information. I mean, this isn't new information. We've always known this was happening, but it's, um, it's happening on a larger scale now. Apple is basically the feds now. Yeah. I was never pumped about the Patriot Act. Never. I thought it wasn't right to begin with. There's no way to hide. No, nowhere to hide. Where are you going to go? Exactly. You're not going, you're not getting off the grid, people. There's, there's just no way unless, you know, you want to live in a hole and just, you know, talk to the uh, furry little creatures in the forest. It is what it is. But they don't need the cellular carriers to track. They use app data. Exactly. You can turn your location off on your phone. But one, I don't think it's truly off, and I think apps can still track you. I know some apps, when you go into it, it says, well, you have to the permission to turn the data on, but I don't know. Listen, I'm not a tech guy. Here you go, here you go. This is the same tactic that Greg Phillips, Catherine Engelbrecht, and the and True the Vote used for their investigation into the mail-in ballot drop box fraud during the 2020 election. The cell phone location data collected by this group was used to identify the network of Democrat operatives who committed mass election fraud, as seen in the recently released documentary, 2000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza's movie, which I did not see his new one. Uh, Brendan Dilly uh, saw it at Mar-a-Lago, and he gave a little review on it, on his show yesterday, I believe I'm going to watch it this weekend. And uh, they said it's, I've heard from many people, including his review yesterday, that it's uh, it, it's quite disturbing on what's happening. And he said it yesterday and I'll say it today. And I've been saying it. If you're watching shows like his, if you're watching shows like mine, if you're following people like me, if people like you, we're all on a list one way or another, we're on a list whether it's a list to just keep an eye on us, whether it's a list to investigate our backgrounds, whether it's a list to see where we've been and who we've talked to and what we've done. Yeah, yeah, and 100%. Google tracks everyone at all times. It, it, it's wild. I, um, I looked at something yesterday to order for my cigar business on Google, 
And like three hours later, I was on, I was on the Gateway Pundit's website and the ads were coming up on items that I was just looking up on a news website with the Google ad inserts, like on the side in here, I can't get rid of them unless you pay them a bunch of money. And I guess it's ad free. They, uh, it was showing up with what I was looking at. It was wild. And, and it does that everywhere. Even, even the Twitter ads now, if you go on Twitter and you're, and you're scrolling through and you see an ad, it's probably something that you looked at up recently or something very similar to it. So salty, salty crackers on the list. Of course, of course he is. We all are big or small. If you're vocal, you're on a list. We're on the bad motherfuckers list. Yeah. Hogman's at the top of that list. He, he, Hogman is at the top of the bad motherfuckers list. The FBI was alleged to have used his da data to identify patriotic protesters who traveled to, traveled to Washington, D.C. on January 6th to support President Trump and the United States Constitution. Tens of thousands of nearly one million protesters later walked to the U.S. Capitol following President Trump's speech where more rallies were scheduled. And don't forget the rallies that were scheduled the day before January 5th. I think there was like two or three days of rallies. The bad mofo list. You are, holy crap, Rocket. That's what I, that's what I, I can't believe you said that too because I thought about that yesterday and you just reminded me. Bootgate, literally hashtag Bootgate. If you go on Twitter, all you see is cowboy boot and other type of boot ads. The boot ads on Twitter. Now is probably a good time for cowboy boot manufacturers because their ads are being pumped in front of people on social media like no tomorrow because of Bootgate. I have to tell Brendan Dilly this. I will today. Brendan Dilly needs to find the cowboy boot manufacturer that is willing to sponsor his show. Brendan Dilly has to find a great American-made boot. Cowboy, has to be cowboy boots. Cowboy boot manufacturer to sponsor his show so he can do ad reads in MAGA commerce. That would just be the ultimate kick in the balls to Ron DeSantis. I will be texting Brendan Dilly after the show to tell him that. That would be great. Here we go with the best soundproof curtains again from another bot. Can somebody ban this twat Claire 70? Take your soundproof curtains and shove them up your ass. <clears throat> Give me a break. God. Bootgate. And the boots. <laughs> Google and YouTube too. The boots are everywhere. I can't get away from the boots. Ron DeSantis should be getting paid millions of dollars in royalties by whatever boot manufacturer he wears and the, and the company that makes the lifts for the boots. <laughs> the FBI used geo-tracking to identify the movements of several targeted individuals in that zone of where all the rallies are. The government later said this was a restricted zone on January 6th. So here's the photo. Can't really zoom in on it, but you see the Capitol building, you see the red line around it. This photo shows the restricted area around the U.S. Capitol where Trump supporters were gathered 
because they had permits to hold rallies in that area. Within the red zone, they had literal permits to hold rallies. And now the government is saying that this was a restricted zone on January 6th. And they, excuse me. And therefore, they're going to come after you for being in that restricted zone. <clears throat> if they can identify you for being in that restricted zone, chances are you may get a call, you may get a visit, you may get a, a flashbang through your front door being told that you are an insurrectionist and supporting the overthrow of your government and dragged in and prosecuted for trespassing and interfering with a certification of the election. <clears throat> yeah. Can't get away from those soundproof curtains. Oh, God. Next, she'll be selling pictures of her meat curtains. Oh, I, I just went there. I just went there. I'm sorry. Now, this restricted area, <clears throat> it's known today that there were no markers, flags, fencing, or other indicators that that restricted area, that red line around the Capitol, was off limits. Nothing telling people. There was nobody there telling people that this is a restricted area. There were no barricades. There were no law enforcement. Well, they didn't have enough law enforcement there that day conveniently. Telling people that this, or the day before, that this was a restricted area and you cannot be here. No. These people had permits for the rallies. They were allowed to be there legally. Now they have evidence that the U.S. government and D.C. police knew thousands of Trump supporters would assemble in this area because they had permits for the rallies. So they already know the people involved. Probably through surveillance and everything else, and, you know, the feds know who was in those areas. So they can use that to now say you were in a restricted area. And here's the January 5th. The day before, MAGA rally map with all the different marches, Save the Republic rally, the Jericho march, the prayer walk, the One Nation Under God rally, the March to Save America at Freedom Plaza, all these places where some was within that restricted area. Capitol Police had all this information. Everybody had all of this information. Exactly, Rocket. Why can't we see the January 6th tapes? They tell a completely different story. When are they being released? We have a new speaker now. That motherfucker needs to get on it. <laughs> needs to get on it. Public access website needs to go up. Everyone needs access to that. And here's January 6th. MAGA rally map, God. Freedom rally. Jericho March, wild protest, March for Trump. Also, the Capitol Hill police knew about several protests scheduled on January 6th as the U.S. Capitol, at the U.S. Capitol, because it was included in their own report. Here's some pages from the U.S. Capitol Police Report. Wednesday, January 6th, 
We the people need transparency is holding a rally at one o'clock location, U.S. Capitol, U.S. Senate side, purpose, protest to demand a fair election. Participants, one committed, five interested. That's interesting. The Canton-Akron protest bus transportation. Doug Wright. Time. Four o'clock to 11.45. Canton and Akron, Ohio to U.S. Capitol. Purpose, First Amendment demonstration of protest election results. Participants, 38 committed. Interested, 157. This almost sounds like they got the information from a Facebook event. Right? Where they looked at a Facebook event online and said, all right, they have 38 committed to the event, but 157 are interested. You know when you have a Facebook event and they'll say people are definitely going and people are interested in going? I don't know. It's weird. Wild protest for Donald Trump. The Republican mandate for the 6th. 7 o'clock in the morning. Location, Washington, D.C. Purpose, First Amendment demonstration to show support for Donald Trump. Zero committed, four interested. And then it goes on with the information. And here is, let's see if it loads. Here's the report. Report's 96 pages long. Metropolitan Police Department, Homeland Security Bureau, Special Operations Division. First Amendment demonstrations. Monday, January 4th through Thursday, January 7th. Here it is. The official report, Capitol Police. And it goes, it goes into everything. And here it is, planned demonstrations. Tuesday, January 5th. Well, Wednesday, January 6th. They have them all. They knew about all of this. But now they're arresting people. for being in, in, in the restricted area when, in fact, they were legally demonstrated, demonstrating there. And this was updated, this official report from Metro Police was updated on January 3rd, 2021. Very odd. Now all these people are getting arrested. So now this, the Biden DOJ is now arresting Trump supporters who stood outside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, who committed no violence, who were nowhere near the building. On Halloween, this shipwrecked crew, maybe this guy's a lawyer, um, he puts this out. Let's see what his tweet says. I don't know who this is. I have two clients charged with J6 crimes. Neither went inside the Capitol, and there are no allegations of any interference with the police. I'm not aware of any previous case where defendants were charged just for being present outside the building and watching. There are a few. If anyone knows of a case, mention it in the comments. If there's a new standard for DOJ, there are thousands of potential defendants still uncharged. Listen, they went into this saying that they were going to arrest more people, like upwards of a 1,000 or more people. After, I was hearing different things. I was hearing ramping up after the first of the year, which is, is, is coming shortly. So, I don't know. 
more people, they're saying five got arrested. Cynthia, you said five that she knows of got arrested this week that she knew of. Who knows how many more? It's a big country. A lot of people showed up. Ray Epps. Ray Epps is a fed and a piece of shit. District of Columbia special status. Lots of legal loopholes. They can do whatever they want. By the way, did Congress approve their budget? I mean, come on. Of course their budget's going to get approved. Of course. Of course. They're going to get approved. Watch Patel testimony on the kangaroo court in Colorado. That Colorado case is such bullshit. Uh, It's like I'm not even wasting my time watching the case because... It's it's a corrupt judge. There's no the judge is we know how the judge is going to rule, but it's not going to withstand. So it's just one of these things. Again, it's a distraction. Let's clog up the news story with it. There, we'll we'll get it. It's just it's so stupid. I won't waste my time watching that stupid Colorado case. I won't. I just it's 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 such a waste of time. There are much bigger and more important things to focus on. Because even even if if that ju- that judge is going to rule in favor of the of 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 the prosecution in in the case or, or whatever you want to call them, it's not a criminal case, but uh, or the the plaintiff rather to to remove him from the ballot, but it it still goes beyond that, and it'll go up to the United States Supreme Court if 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 need be, and they will examine the Fourteenth Amendment and be like, yeah, this this doesn't this doesn't qualify. Hold on. The new standards is after something happens or feds did something, they declare that the area is a restricted zone so they can come after anybody for being anywhere at any time retroactively. And that's exactly what they're doing now. They're going after people retroactively. These people had permits. There was no restricted areas. There was no posted restricted areas. Uh, the it's like a cut, You would think it's a cut and dry case. Oh, no, no, look. Here's, here's your, own, your own report. Here's your own report of all of the scheduled uh, rallies that were in protests that were being held with legal permits within the restricted area. J6 defendant Philip Anderson, who did not commit any violence and was nearly killed that day by Capitol Police, weighed in. I told you all they were going to do this. They are going after every single person from January 6th, even if you didn't go inside the Capitol building or commit any violence or destruction. This entire thing is politically motivated. They know... What they're doing is wrong. They do know. They're following orders. They're being good little scumbags. And they're doing it because they need to send a message. It is an election year. If Donald Trump was not running for president and he was living his life in Mar-a-Lago, I think every January 6th arrest would stop. It it would would all just end. It would all just end. If Donald Trump was not running for president, I don't think if Donald Trump never announced he was running for president, I don't believe he'd be have he'd have any of these indictments whatsoever. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. But how is it legal that Trump supporters today are still having their homes raided and are sent to prison for standing outside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? or for walking through the U.S. Capitol on January 6th without committing any violence after being let in by police and directed through the building by Capitol Police and given visitor stickers as they're walking through metal detectors. That was one of the tapes. Or barricades being removed. 
or doors being open that can only be open from the inside. <laughs> Wait until they declare Jesus was in a restricted area when he was crucified. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Holy shit. Thousands of Trump supporters gathered at the U.S. Capitol following President Trump's speech because it was on the schedule and they had permits. While they're waiting for a protest or looking for the stage, they were shot in the face by police. So check this out. Oh, of course. Of course it's going to do this to me. Hold on a second. Are you all right? Nope. Did you get maced? Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but whatever it did, it did that to my phone. Does this lady, does this lady, this middle-aged mom... She looks like she's like 50-something years old. She's not, you know, <laughs> she's this old woman, a little bit overweight, not, not talking bad about her. She's an insurrection, and she's a big threat to democracy right here. Oh. Somebody start yelling, can you hear us now? Oh, look, holy shit. See that guy right there? That's Chris Worrell. We had him on the show. He, uh, they denied him cancer treatment for 240 days while he was in jail. And then he got home confinement. He was doing 10 years minimum. And he came on our show days before he was going in for his sentencing. The prosecution called and said they're going to do his lawyer and said they're adding a uh, terrorism enhancement and they're adding another four years. He couldn't take it. He goes on the lam, leaves his wife. It was a real scumbag move of what he did. He's missing for, oh God, like a month. Maybe almost a month. And then out of the blue, no communication with his wife, cuts the ankle bracelet off. The federal parole board finds the ankle bracelet. They don't find him. They figure maybe he went and he killed himself. Maybe he made it to Mexico. He's from Florida. He shows up to his house in the middle of the day like he's coming home from work. Neighbor sees him, calls the cops. Feds, everybody comes to the house to get him. He realizes he's caught and he tries to OD on, I think it was oxys or something. Tries to kill himself in a panic. That failed. He was almost dead. Real coward thing to do. I lost a lot of respect for this guy. I, feel, I felt bad for him. I think what he did to his wife was wrong. I think his prosecution was wrong. But how he handled the end, I, 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 and his wife is not happy. That, that I can tell you. I have some, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but the real coward move of what this guy did. Tried to kill himself, did not work. They brought him to the hospital. They thought he was going to die, actually. He didn't. And now he's, uh, you know, now he's in federal custody and he's probably going to get more time. And his wife was there standing by him. 
And I, his wife, her first husband committed suicide, second husband almost committed suicide, but now is going to prison for a long time. And I, I feel for her. But yeah, that right there. And the, I just, I couldn't, I didn't watch the first time I'm watching this video, but that right there in the, in the, in the video is Chris Worrell. <laughs> Let me play on a little bit here. So what happened to you? What were you doing? What was I doing? I was just standing over there yeah. with my husband. My husband. <laughs> and we just, I, I was looking for the stage. People were here. They were supposed to come at 1 o'clock to speak. Yeah. So we went with the crowd and ended up here. And now I'm still looking for the stage where they have speakers because I have a feeling it's not here. Yeah. Anyway. Well, sorry about These are insurrectionists, people. These are all insurrectionists, if you haven't figured it out. They're waiting for a protest, looking for a stage, and they're shot in the face with mace by law enforcement. <sighs> or a fed plant, one or the other. The, bottom, the, the point is here, the real important point is to know that the people that were in this restricted area that they're calling a restricted area now that wasn't a restricted area on that day because they were planned protests in there with legal permits, they're coming after you. They're desperately trying to identify you and hope that they could maybe get a search or arrest warrant or both for you for being in a restricted area and participating in the insurrection of all insurrections and the most heinous attack on our republic since the civil war worse than pearl harbor worse than 9-11 it might even be worse than the holocaust and they're coming for you because you're on a fucking list and if this doesn't open up your eyes as to how hard we have to work to get people in office that can Stop this. I don't know what will. If we called a transurrection, will we get in trouble? No, actually, if we all swapped our uh, poles for holes and put dresses on, we could probably have a transurrection at the Capitol, and we would all, under this administration, get the uh, the presidential, what is it, the... Oh, the Freedom Award that they what did they get the award they gave to Tom Hanks and all those pedophiles, Obama and all them. Is that the is that the Medal of Freedom? We'll all get the Medal of Freedom if we if we give up our poles and replace them for holes, or vice versa, and we commit a transurrection. <laughs> we'll all get awarded. Not everyone takes prison the same. They know some tough fuckers. They can't. Yeah. It is It is what it is. It is what it is. But that's no excuse for doing that to your wife, trying to commit suicide. You know, it's just, I, whatever. It is what it is. New York, yeah, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. He's such a piece of shit. Former New York City police captain. I've met him quite a few times before he was mayor. Under investigation. Well, his campaign is under investigation and his fundraiser for receiving foreign money, possibly from Turkey. Yeah, so he was on his way to D.C. and he turned around immediately when the feds uh, raided his campaign fundraiser, his main fundraiser's house. So who knows what's going to happen there? Hmm. Yeah.
Yep, yep. That that happened. Hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your husbands, because they coming after every conservative out there. Only conservatives, only Trump supporters. Only Trump supporters. So that's that. Listen, it's Freedom Friday. I still I I'm just going. I still have stuff. I'm gonna do this show and then at around a little afternoon, I'm gonna jump on steak for breakfast and do their show. And then I'm going to be doing Freedom Friday tonight, 8.30 p.m. with James Curry. It's like a, a full media full media podcast day for uh, for me, but whatever. It's cool. And then I'm going to relax for the weekend. So while they're arresting Trump supporters for legally protesting the outcome of an election, we have Connecticut judges – Democrat judges overturning elections, election results, ordering new elections because of video evidence of election fraud. This one is great, people. This one is great. He, I can't even believe it, especially where the, the, the timing of it breaking. Connecticut Democrat judge overturns Bridgeport mayoral primary results, orders new election following shocking video evidence of ballot box stuffing fraud. I mean, it doesn't get better than this. This is just, it's great because it's Democrats. It's great. They're arresting all the Trump supporters for protesting election results and validity of elections. And here we literally have Democrats. Democrat judges that are literally, boom, overturning primary results of other Democrats. A Democrat judge in Connecticut overturned the results of the Bridgeport Democratic mayoral primary. Superior Court Judge William Clark Clark ordered a new election to be held, citing bombshell video evidence of election fraud as the basis for his decision. Democrats love their election fraud, don't they? The ruling has far-reaching implications, not just for Bridgeport, but absolutely for the entire country, as it sets a precedent for ongoing and future cases involving mail-in ballot fraud by Democrats, Democrats, demon rats. The Gateway Pundit reported in September that mayoral candidate James Gomes' campaign released a damning video showing evidence of election fraud in the Bridgeport Democratic primary. The video has prompted an investigation by the Bridgeport Police Department for possible misconduct. Local police department, not the feds, not the state of Connecticut, a local police department. Bridgeport, which is just, I I actually almost took a job years ago when I was, uh, was was like 20 years old, I took the Bridgeport firefighter test. And uh, I was actually going to take the job, but I didn't take the job. I didn't take it, obviously. The video on the Gomes campaign's Facebook page shows a woman dropping stacks of illegal ballots into an absentee ballot box outside the Bridgeport Government Center where the city's Registrar of Voters office is located. The Gomes campaign was able to identify the woman in the footage was Wanda Geeter Pataki, the vice chairwoman of the Democratic town clerk and a local supporter of incumbent mayor Joe Gannam, who is seeking re-election. 
Gomez's campaign claims that the video shows Geeter Pataki dropping off stacks of absentee ballots ahead of the September 12th primary. Video surveillance proving that the mayoral election was unequivocally stolen through corruption within City Hall by tampering with absentee ballots. John Gomes said this on his Facebook page. This is an undeniable act of voter suppression and a huge civil rights violation. It's time to restore lasting credibility to our city's democracy once and for all. Enough is enough, he added. This is Democrats doing it. It's unbelievable. Hold on. OG Nick, I used to call Fridays get you worked for a restoration company. Was it like a like a, a fire water cleanup restoration company? I used to call Fridays Get Fucked Friday because I worked for a restoration company, and every Friday almost there would be multiple or huge jobs come in at five. It has to be that, right? You worked for a like a serve pro, like a water fire restoration company. Tell me you did because I'm going to tell you something interesting. It's going to blow your mind. Is that OG Nick? Is that what you did? I own one. I own a water fire restoration company. I'm in the insurance industry. <laughs> I actually own one of those companies, and I, I know what you mean. Wasn't this guy already charged with corruption before? I, it's, I'm not sure. Yeah, we exactly, Scaramouche. We have video, too, of all the ballot power. What about, does this bring new validity to people on 2,000 mules? I mean, yeah, OG Nick, I, I actually own one. I, I own a, fi- a water fire restoration company in New York. That's funny. Small world. <laughs> Gomes lost to incumbent mayor Joe Gannam in the Democratic primary by a narrow margin of only 251 votes. I guess it's the only uh, amount of ballots they were able to carry to stuff into the box. According to the most recent preliminary count posted on the Secretary of State's website, Ganim won the absentee vote tally 1,545 to 779, while Gomes led on the voting machines. Yeah, it's, it's true, OG Nick. It's true. <clears throat> the Bridgeport Police Department confirmed that they are actively investigating the actions shown in the video. Now, listen, I'm not going to... Because I'm going to get an ad, but you see the woman stuffing the ballot box. She got out of a car, stuffing the ballot box, and this woman is is part. She's a she's a uh, a supporter of the incumbent. the The actual current mayor, and she's part of the Democratic Party. You know the actual. Who was she again? She's the chairwoman of the Democrat, the vice chairwoman of the Democratic town clerk, and a vocal supporter. So she works for the Democratic town clerk. Wow. It's election fraud, people. And here you go. On the left, incumbent mayor Joe Gannam, and that's where the fraud came out of, and the challenger, John Gomes on the right, who called out the fraud and now got a judge, literally a Democrat judge, to overturn the results of the primary and order a new election. This 100% sends a precedent all over the country 
Look, look what happened in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I'm hoping that the Trump defense team uses this in Georgia, uses this in D.C. I would hope, too, that it brings more validity to the 2,000 mules, not only with this, but then saying that the FBI and law enforcement is using the same exact geo-tracking to hunt down Trump supporters like Germans hunting Jews down in Poland to like it, it's it's the same geo tracking, and these people are like no that geo tracking's inaccurate. Sorry, but two thousand mules is debunked because that geo tracking is completely inaccurate. But it's accurate enough to find Trump supporters who are rallying in a legal area with a permit that now they're saying is a restricted area. Okay, Democrat judge overturning prime a Democrat primary because of proven election fraud. It's bizarro world, people. The Bridgeport Police Department are actively investigating information regarding possible misconduct based upon a video that had surfaced on social media, the department told the Connecticut Mirror. The police department is investigating how the video was obtained and released to the public. The Bridgeport Police Department immediately initiated an investigation to determine if any criminal wrongdoing has occurred. In addition, an internal investigation is being conducted to determine if any possible breach to our security video management system has occurred because I believe this was a camera at city hall. So that, that that's interesting. Bridgeport police chief Roderick Porter said the department takes these actions seriously and we will pursue possible criminal prosecution and or administrative discipline as it relates to any such security violation. So they're more worried about how the tape got leaked, who leaked it, who did what, and then other parties in whatever, Crimes could be committed uh, besides the election <laughs> fraud. During the first hearing, Bridgeport Democratic Registrar of Voters Patricia Howard admitted in court that she had not been following Connecticut law regarding the handling of mail-in ballots. Hmm, that's interesting. The law mandates that each absentee ballot must be signed off by the town clerk. And if this requirement is not met, the ballot cannot be counted. So she broke election law. She should be prosecuted. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Breaking Democrat election clerk gives bombshell testimony. Is that word again? Bombshell. It's always a bombshell until it's not. And usually never is. Bombshell testimony in court admitting she has not been following the law on mail-in ballots. Here we go. And were you aware that the secretary of state says that an outer envelope uh, the endorsement of the town clerk must show the date, the precise time the clerk received the ballot and the clerk's signature. You aware of that? And uh, were you aware that if the, the Secretary of State says in Exhibit 126, if an outer envelope does not substantially comply with this requirement, the ballot cannot be counted? Did you know that? Now I do. Okay, I guess maybe I should ask, did you know that? Did you know that on September 12th? No, I didn't. And uh, did you ever instruct your absentee ballot moderator that that was the rule? You went over the manual. You went over this manual with the absentee ballot yeah. moderator? Well, I, you know, we, we go through the manual, but you know, I passed practice. 
So past practices were in your office, the registrar of voters, the Democratic registrar of voters office was not to require a signature on the clerk's endorsement. Oh, no, I know. Um, actually, this is um, new to me about the signature. I'm not clear, so that means I haven't read the vote early in the property like I should have. Yeah, to do your job. Okay, well, you, you, you agree that what I'm showing you here uh, in Exhibit 2, 10162, does not include a signature of Mr. Clemens, right? Not this one. Right. And if we, if I can ask you to take a look at 128A at 69. If I can look at the stamp on this one, this is a, an absentee ballot application um, received by the town clerk. All right, uh, Ms. Howard, you would agree that that particular stamp does have a facsimile signature of the town clerk, Charles D. Clemens, Jr., right? Yes. And the one that I showed you just, the last one I showed you on the absentee ballot out of did not have a signature, did it? And so would you agree that under the Secretary of the State's handbook here, step two, that the, that the particular outer envelope with the stamp without the clerk's signature should not have been counted? Objection to form, Your Honor. I'll just make she was not, as already testified, she was not in charge. She's, she's in charge. Were you in charge? I'll, I'll ask it this way. You were, you were in charge of, of the counting of all of the ballots. That was your overall job, right? The overall job is to moderate. I oversee the election. I provide um, homeowners to, to um, oversee the, the uh, ballots in, in the polling precincts. So they are required to follow their steps. Including step two, the endorsement has to have a signature. And you told uh, the absentee ballot moderator that before the primary? No, I didn't tell him that. No, I did not. Did you have any discussion with him about that? No, I did not. Did you go through the, the, the absentee ballot manual with him? No. Well, on this day, we went through the manual, but we just read school because we went through our past practice. Like I said, through our past practice. That, that I didn't recognize that they were stamped without its signature. So you're learning about that for the first time I'm, today? I'm actually just learning about that to recognize it, that they haven't had a state. I'm sorry, you said you were concerned about that? What? No, I said I didn't recognize that the two, that they, this stamp had a signature on the stamp and the other one didn't. All right, so looking to uh, the clerk's endorsement on, on outer... These are the people in charge of the elections. Like this woman is in charge of elections and ballot counting. This is how screwed up election systems are. And this is why it's so important to get involved. You know, maybe we get someone with a rational thinking brain in this position, breezed through the manual, past practice. How many elections were screwed in Bridgeport, Connecticut because of this? So on Wednesday, Superior Court Judge William Clark ordered a new election just days before the general election scheduled for November 7th. So they have, they, have, they have to postpone their general election, it sounds like, to have a new primary election. The Democrats. Judge Clark determined that the allegations of possible malfeasance were serious enough to warrant the overturning of the September 12th primary results, which Ganim had won by a margin of 251 votes out of 8,173 votes cast. 
The volume of ballots so mishandled is such that it calls the result of the primary election into serious doubt and leaves the court unable to determine the legitimate result of the primary, Clark said, adding that the videos are shocking to the court and should be shocking to all parties, should be shocking to the country. Gomes hailed the ruling as a victory for the people of Bridgeport, emphasizing that his campaign had always believed in upholding the integrity of the democratic process. His lawyer, Bill Bloss, stated at the end of the day, the videos don't lie. The videos showed substantial massive absentee ballot misconduct. So many videos, so many places of massive absentee ballot, of mail-in ballot misconduct, and nothing has been done. Is this a breakthrough? On the other hand, Ganim said he would consult his lawyers about a possible appeal and encourage residents in, to vote in Tuesday's election, stating, let's send a powerful message that we want to keep the progress going in Bridgeport. Despite the judge's order, it remains unclear whether a new primary will be necessary. Lawyers for both parties indicated that the outcome of next week's general election could influence that decision. I guess they're going to be moving forward with the general election. Gomes, who has the endorsement of a minority party, will also be on Tuesday's ballot. A win for him in the general election could effectively end the litigation, the Connecticut public reported. So you still have the, the judgment from a, a Democrat judge overturning the results of the mayoral primary election. And he ordered a new election to be held, but who knows what will happen if they're going to allow the general. The general is still going to happen. I guess it, it, it depends on the results of the general election. John Gomes issued a statement following the court ruling. Today, Lady Justice fulfilled her duty. She attentively heard the voices of the people of Bridgeport, carefully considered the facts, and impartially applied the law, as justice should always be served. In this moment, we commemorate the significance of this decision by the Honorable Judge William Clark. I'm no stranger to competition or politics, and I understand that in life we experience both victories and losses. We must continue to show up, give our best, accept the decisions, and move forward with integrity and respect. However, when there is wrongdoing, it must be addressed, and we have shown that in the courtroom. The victory today belongs not only to me as the plaintiff, but to all the people of Bridgeport who were wrong in the numerous ways detailed in Judge Clark's remarkable decision today. Democracy prevails. But here we are with a lot of issues in our um, election system. And, you know, it just we just keep rolling on. We just keep rolling on. And there has been a lot of um, Jersey election corruption in the past that you know has has been reported and, and and dealt with the uh which guy is a convicted felon this is why we'll never win new york city we have all these people heads of oh yeah yeah forget it no new york city's a dead issue forget about it forget about it but this is why it's important to get involved in elections which guy's a convicted felon i don't know which one you were uh you were referring to was it the guy we were just one of the guys running for mayor anyway and then on top of that you have meatball ron you know puss in boots 
Puss in Boots, Meatball Ron. I have to find this here. Here we go. Okay. Ron DeSantis believes Trump should be excluded from election and not be held as the primary nominee if convicted in ongoing bogus indictments by the Biden regime. And of course, where did he do this? MSNBC, because Ron DeSantis, I mean, he's, he's like a Democrat. His whole DeSantard crew is like the retarded left. But in a recent interview on MSNBC's Morning Joe, Ron DeSantis clarified his position on former President Donald Trump's potential nomination as the Republican Party's choice for the 2024 presidential election in light of ongoing legal investigations, where he should be out there condemning the prosecution, the political prosecution of Joe Biden's top opponent. But he won't. He'll attack because that's what he's being told to do. His attacks are fruitless because, I mean, the guy can't even remain in second place or he's tied in second place is uh, Nikki. He's, 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 yeah, he's tied in second place with Nikki Haley in some places. Oh, yeah, Puss in Boots. Oh, oh, the current mayor in Bridgeport was convicted of corruption already. Of course he was, but that's okay. That's okay. All right, here is, here we go. And you did say, Governor, at that August debate when the question was put to the entire panel, if Donald Trump is convicted, will you still, and he is the nominee, would you still support him? And you raised your hand. You're a lawyer. You've served in the Navy. He raised his hand after everybody else did. He looked around, and he was not happy that they did that. And then he raised his hand. Like, oh, I got, I got to raise my hand. You were well-trained at the greatest schools. Do you really believe that a man who's convicted of, say, attempting to overturn the 2020 election or taking nuclear secrets back to his beach club. Do you actually still, as we sit here today, believe that person should be president? So I signed a pledge, uh, uh, Willie, and uh, that, that pledge is what it is. Now, do I think somebody under those circumstances could get elected president? The answer is no. Um, that will not happen. Uh, I think that Republican voters uh, will understand that as, as we get closer to, to, to voting. Uh, but it is it would be fatal uh, in a general election. I don't think the party should should nominate um, in that situation. I don't think the party should nominate in that situation. If he wins the primary which he's going to, the party must nominate Donald Trump as the nominee. They, they have no choice. Otherwise, the, the party is over. So instead of fighting against these baseless allegations, he's going to turn around and, and, and just a attack on it and hope to gain some type of support. I'm imagining that the people that are deciding to vote for Trump right now will not change their vote based off knowing that it's baseless allegations, knowing that it would be baseless convictions. I will vote for Donald Trump if they have him strapped to an electric chair. That's how hard I'm going. That's... DeSantis and Haley tied at 16% in Iowa. <laughs> Can you imagine being tied with bird brain? Look at this guy. Come on. 
However, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I signed the pledge. I'm a Republican. Look at his face. I don't think it's going to come to that. I signed the pledge. Uh, I think we'll be uh, we'll get the job done like we need to. Uh, but the reality is, is I signed it, and that's what I did. What what job is he getting done? He's second place, tied with Nikki Haley. They think they're going to just waltz in and start winning states because all of the polls mean nothing. Yeah, the Republican Party, as it is in debt, is dead, 100%. Steve from England, 100%. It's now the party that needs to be taken and run by the MAGA party. The MAGA Republican Party. Like, it, it is our party for the taking. It's not third party starting because that never will never, ever, ever work. The Democrats win every time. Worst idea ever. Anyone I hear someone says, you know, we should just start a third party. I want to choke them to death because they're not understanding the mathematics around it. It's we have to hijack the Republican Party and push everybody out, bully them and shame them into fucking just dominate them all. All of them. Because he's 5'11", 5'11", 5'11". Fucking puss in boots DeSantis here. Do you stand by that this morning? Yeah, when I, when I, when I signed the pledge, um, you know, I knew you never look know what's going to happen. Look, look, it's look, a look, crazy look. process. Uh, people uh, make different look decisions. And I think my point of view on it was, you know, I'm participating in this process. Uh, I've got the plan to win. Uh, we're going to win. <laughs> At the same time, it's like you can't just take your ball and go home. Uh, you can't on the one side of your mouth say the country's in decline, Biden's failing, and on the other hand say, you know, I'm just going to pout if things don't go my way. So that- that's what he's he's. I can't. This guy's just, this guy's just horrible. Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis supporters, the the DeSantards, now they're on, well, Trump's going to be in prison. We have to nominate Ron DeSantis. Trump is a criminal. We have to nominate Ron DeSantis. Why aren't we saying as a unified front, Republicans who want to save this republic, that Politically persecuting the top political opponent is third world commie tactics. 100% fracture the party, splinter the party in so many directions so he could walk right through the door. RFK raising money, grabbing donors from Trump, single issue voter retards, uh, if 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 RFK does everything he's supposed to, if his campaign does everything they're supposed to to get him on the gen on the ballot in the general election, because again, independent only independents have to name their running mate in order to get on the ballot in most states. Not all, but most. They have to name their running mate, their VP running mate. Only independents. There's even no there's no talk that I've seen of our of a running mate for RFK right now. If he's not successful, fine. If he is successful and gets through the general, we're gonna have a problem with independents and moderate Republicans. Unfortunate, but it's true. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but anyone that's sitting there saying that he's gonna take more from Biden is just not understanding politics that well. <clears throat> I don't care who they are. Trump haters or independents will vote for RFK if he's on the general ballot.
moderate Republicans because they're they're their little conscious and in their gut they just can't vote. They can't vote for Donald Trump, but they can vote for a Democrat. Oh, RFK, he wrote a great book. He talked bad about Dr. Fauci, even though he's a commie fuck. I'll vote for him. And then the Democrats just walk in. Good morning, Alan. If Trump is taken off the ballot, our country is dead. 100%, but they can't take him off the ballot because there's nothing there, the 14th Amendment, that applies to him and what's going on with his cases. If Donald Trump is convicted of every single charge that he's charged with, he can still run for president of the United States. He can still hold the office of president of the United States. That is the brutal truth. I wonder if his feet dangle when he sits on the toilet. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm short. My feet don't dangle, thank God. But I I made sure I got really low toilets. (laughs) Because a lot of Republicans salivate over his vaccine stance. It's horrible. It's horrible. The single-issue voters are retards. Complete moron. Something breaks in their brain when they hear Trump's name. It's crazy. It's crazy. I love that. Oh, my God. That's a great meme. I, they should have Ron. Is there a meme out there with Ron DeSantis sitting on the toilet with his feet dangling like a three-year-old? That would be amazing with cowboy boots. <sighs> so, yeah. Ron DeSantis. So, speaking of courts trying to keep Trump off the ballot and you could go back and watch this whole hearing because it's like an hour long and I'm not going to play it but I'm just you know basically we'll, we'll just talk about what the judge is saying Minnesota Supreme Court Chief Justice dresses down leftist lawyer working to keep Trump off 2024 ballot The Minnesota Supreme Court on Thursday held a hearing on whether Trump could be blocked from the 2024 ballot Eight Minnesota voters filed a lawsuit citing the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot. A leftist lawyer appeared before the Minnesota Supreme Court on Thursday to argue the state has the authority to block Trump from the 2024 ballot. The legal theories are based on Section 3 of the United States Constitution's 14th Amendment, which states public officials who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. may be disqualified from public office. 14th Amendment does not apply to the vice president or president. It does not, and there was no insurrection. There was no insurrection. There was no insurrection charge, and it's all bullshit. Trump has not been charged with engaging in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Wouldn't matter anyway because the 14th Amendment does not apply to the president or the vice president. Five of the Minnesota justices, four of whom are Democrats, appeared skeptical that states can decide whether Trump can appear on the 2024 ballot. Two of the justices recused themselves from the case. Chief Justice Natalie Hudson sharply criticized the leftist lawyer's argument and said, this is a national matter for Congress to decide. Justice Hudson continued, so should we do it even if we could do it and we can do it? She also argued that if states had the power to block a person from a ballot, it would create chaos. Similar 14th Amendment lawsuits are being fought in states across the nation, like Colorado. A 14th Amendment trial to boot 
Trump from the 2024 ballot in Colorado began this week after a group of voters filed a lawsuit, which there was something that just happened in that case where they lied even in their opening argument on timelines. The non-jury trial in Colorado will be decided by a biased Democrat judge who already rejected Trump's efforts to shut down the lawsuit seeking to block him from the 2024 presidential election, citing the 14th Amendment. I believe she blocked it five times. The U.S. Constitution has three requirements to be president. People forget about this. Be a natural-born citizen of the United States? Well, no. Sorry, Barack Obama, right? (laughs) Be at least 35 years old. Have been a resident of the United States for 14 years. Oh, okay, there you go. A few disgruntled Democrat voters and left-leaning lawyers cannot determine whether a person can run for president. That is a fact. People need to remember that. So here you go, the chief justice in Minnesota. It's like, listen, if we had the power... If states had the power to block a person from the ballot, it would create chaos because they just just find a reason. Just find a reason. So listen, they're not going to stop throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks as far as getting Donald Trump disqualified from being on the ballot. That is a fact. But they can do that, and they can get their rulings by biased Democrat judges And that's where the appeal process comes in and eventually makes its way to the Supreme Court. Remember, there's a reason why Donald Trump appointed three conservative justices on the Supreme Court, right? Just remember the Supreme Court is there. It's its own entity. I love the people that turn around and tell me, well, the DOJ controls the Supreme Court. Did you not not do civics in school? Did you not do civics in school? It's the only body that's not connected or governed by anybody they're their own (laughs) they're their own it's their own little world there it's so ridiculous all right Uh, this 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 one is this is a great story i don't know who here lives in florida or know people that live in florida but if you do and you need a roof for your house we got the company that you need to call a Florida co- – this is great. This is like the best story of the day. This makes me so happy. I love this shit. It's like such a feel-good story to us Second Amendment lovers and turkey lovers. Florida company giving away AR-15 Thanksgiving turkey to new roof purchase. Could you imagine, hey, I need a new roof. No problem. We got a deal for November. You get an AR-15 and a turkey. How fucking great is that? I'd be like – can I get two roofs? I mean, I, that, that, imagine Florida's roof EZ is giving away an AR-15 rifle and a turkey to everyone who purchases a new roof during the month of November. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Look, here you go. November sale. Free roof EZ where we make it easy. Call Roof Easy if you're in Florida. November sale, free AR-15 in Turkey with the purchase of a brand new roof. Their phone number, 239-788-6108. I will promote the shit out of that. Someone must have reported our post, but don't worry. The November special, Roof and Gobble, is still going. It should be Roof 
shoot and gobble. They should read. They should change the. Uh, they should change the, uh, the 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 promo there. November sale: free AR-15 in Turkey with the purchase of a brand new roof. Roof EZ. Florida two three nine seven eight eight six one zero eight. Tell him Alan from Maga Morning sent you. <laughs> NBC2 quoted Roof EZ President Jason Polly saying, the turkey will get you all sitting at the table so you can spend time together. The roof will protect your home. And the AR-15 will protect your family. That is fucking amazing. That is amazing. If you know someone in Florida, you have to send them this. If you're in Florida, get a new fucking roof because this is just great. I want the, I want, I want them to sell 100 roofs in the month of November. That is amazing. Polly explained he got the idea from a special that was advertised in Alabama. He said, I figured, hey, we're in Florida. This is the most Florida thing you can do. Let's do it. So I had hooked up when I first started the cigar company. Quick story. Uh, which, by the way, anyway, hold on. When I started the cigar company, I had some custom rifles made by a company in Connecticut called Delta Level Defense. I will tell you, I think their AR-15s, all of the weapons that they make are unbelievable. Unbelievable machines. Delta-level defense. So we had contacted each other on Instagram. They knew I had uh, three of their rifles, and I had bought them from uh, a third-party dealer that was there, uh, one of their distributors. Spoke to the guys. They knew I had the cigar company. And they were like, they reached out and they were like, hey, we should do a collaboration. I'm like, what do you have in mind? He goes, they have three gun companies in Connecticut that they were going to run, uh, I think, a, a silencer, uh, something with a silencer. They were doing a deal where if you buy an AR-15, you get, I think it was a free silencer, you get... Free cigars from Patriot Cigar Company, my company, and you get a free bottle of, I don't know if it was bourbon or whiskey, but it was from a local distillery. It was all local companies within the tri-state area, right? I think because they were in Connecticut, I was in New York, and I believe the distillery actually was in Connecticut. And they were, we, they were calling it the ATF Special, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. You were buying the AR-15, you were getting a free silencer, you were getting free cigars, and you were getting a free bottle of whatever it was, bourbon or whiskey, and it was the ATF, and they fucking killed it. It was unbelievable, the promotion. The ATF special, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Thanks for being here, OG Nick. We'll see you soon. I'd fuck up my roof for that. I would. I would. He added, everybody needs an AR-15. I agree, it's the best home defense weapon, Polly said. The world's a crazy place right now. And they can get a roof and an AR-15 for protection on both ends. Why not? I agree. Polly also stressed the importance of gun safety, suggesting getting a new gun, an AR-15 in this case, is an opportunity to practice safe gun use. 100%. 100%. That is great. Roof easy in Florida, November sale. Get an AR-15 and a turkey for free with the purchase of a new roof. Florida, do it. Get a roof. Do I need one? A hurricane season, shit like that. I just, I thought that was amazing. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing. Oh, we are the shows in the house. What's going on? Make sure you go on to follow their Rumble channel. We are the show. 
They got a good rumble channel over there. If you're not, do it or you're a fucking fed. And make sure you're following AP Unfiltered's rumble channel too. If you're not, you're a fucking fed. Do it now. Make sure you're hitting the likes, thumbs up all around, leaving comments on videos. We need to keep everybody going and the messages clear. 100%. All right, I'm going to skip this. We are going long. I'm, you know what? So I spoke about my good friend, George Santos, yesterday, Republican congressman. Very good friend of mine. Don't care that he lied. He's an unbelievable voting record. Rhino scumbag Republicans in his own party trying to expel him, and it didn't work. It failed flat on their face because they knew they were assholes. I just want everyone to know, I, it, it's true what I said yesterday about his record. Yeah, the dirty New York rhinos failed to toss Republican George Santos from Congress. He holds a 100% conservative voting record. People were calling him a Democrat in disguise. The guy, and I have long conversations with George. He's an unbelievable conservative. It's almost like he's a little too conservative. And I don't even agree with everything that he says to me. Dirty New York rhinos failed to toss Representative George Santos from Congress on Wednesday. Last month, New York rhino lawmakers announced they would introduce a resolution to expel George Santos. Expelling Santos from Congress requires requires a two-thirds vote of the full House. They didn't get it. Democrats have been gunning for George Santos since he entered Congress, but so has rhino Republicans, New York rhino Republicans, where he's from. But what's great is he was also hit with a 23-count federal indictment by Biden's DOJ, and they're going after him for that. They don't like him. This is all bullshit. They want to get rid of him. Liberal media is relentless, but this is what's great. This is what's great. The Heritage Action for America, which score scores how members of Congress vote, um, according to Heritage Action, George Santos has a more conservative record than any of the Republicans who attempted to remove him. Specifically, George Santos, 100%, very hard to get a 100% Republican conservative voting record. It's, it's, not, it's not easy. Anthony D'Esposito, who spearheaded that scumbag, who spearheaded trying to expel George Santos, is 82%. Anthony D'Esposito, who I know personally, we have a history, very, we, I, I love the guy, became a complete scumbag after he got into Congress. He was a local politician in my area who's great, supported him. He voted to keep funding drag shows at military bases that kids attend and other stupid fucking rhino things. Nick LaLota, same scumbag from Long Island, 82%. Mike Lawler from Hudson County, scumbag, 82%. All these people are actually, they're all freshman congressmen too. They're not seasoned congressmen. Mark Molinaro, 82% scumbag. Nick Langworthy, 82% scumbag. Brandon Williams, 74% scumbag. All of them. George Santos, 100 fucking percent. They want to get rid of him. Who, who trashed, walked through big dick swinging in a Democrat area and killed it in the election. First Republican to win that seat in like 40, 50 years. They want to get rid of him. Imagine piece of shit don't be a fed follow everybody i see you guys in the chat all right a few more things we'll call it quits freedom friday i will be back tonight 8 30 p.m eastern with james curry for freedom friday boot gate i'll be talking a lot about little ron and other shit i'm sure we'll do memes of the week we will do memes of the week 
and uh, I'm sure we'll do some other things as usual. I'll be on steak for breakfast today. Uh, we got actually, I'm going to be on steak for breakfast. Their episode is audio only. It will drop later this afternoon. I'm going to be on there with uh, Christina Bob, the great Dr. Ben Carson, the great Republican Congressman Eli Crane, and somebody else, I think. Or maybe it's just those three that are coming through the show. So we'll have some discussions with those three. Um, you know, they're going to keep going after Donald Trump. We're going to wrap it up with uh, just one or two more things. They are they're going after Donald Trump hard, and they're not going to stop. We all know that. Whether it's the New York civil trial, they're going after the Trump and Trump's family. They want to bankrupt him. They literally want him to pay $250 million. They want to put him in jail. They want him dead. I mean, let's just, let's just call it what it is. They want Donald Trump dead. They want to cut the head off of the, what they view as the sick MAGA snake. Cut the head off the fucking snake. Donald Trump, right? I'll tell you what. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. MAGA will live on past Donald Trump. This is, this is important, everybody. Donald Trump's 77 years old. It is so important to have in your head and realize America First and the MAGA movement lives on as long as we allow it to live on. And that's forever. This isn't a phase. This isn't a fad. This is a fucking movement to save America. And it's bigger than Donald Trump. It's bigger than the man that created and started this unbelievable movement of people that love America. 100%. And that is what they ultimately fear. I really want everybody to, to just in their head and in their gut to make this commitment that when Donald Trump is gone, talking real, when Donald Trump is gone, MAGA lives on in the memory of Donald Trump and in the tradition of the Trump family because there are other warriors in the Trump family. We have two sons and a couple daughters, and who knows what the future holds for them as far as politics, if any, whether it's just activism and mega donors and PACs or actually holding office. So it's just important, and we can never lose sight of... Someone said to me a couple weeks ago, Oh, that morning show you have, MAGA Mornings, is cool. Because I kind of morphed this from my original podcast, which is called The Great Divide. That's where I started. And I wasn't doing a show every day. And uh, then I was you know, doing shows with James. And I really wanted to do a show every day and a morning show. And here we are. I think we're like 20 weeks in, something like that. And it's fucking great because of you people. They're like, what are you going to do when Donald Trump's gone? And your show's called MAGA Mornings. I go, what do you mean? He goes... Your thumbnail has a picture of Donald Trump and his son. I go, yeah, and he was president of the United States. Like He's a, un, the most prolific political figure in American history. When people are going to look back on American history and presidents, they're probably going to be talking about Donald Trump more than they're going to be talking about George Washington, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. So what's the point? 
Well, don't you think it's just going to lose its umph and it's just a fad and it's going to be over? What are you going to do next? Are you going to rebrand your show? I said, absolutely not, because every morning is a fucking MAGA morning because MAGA morning is a unbelievable movement with unbelievable people in it, and it's going to live on. It's going to live on forever. I want MAGA Republican clubs to start popping up to rival establishment GOP Republican clubs. Like this is... The potential of the MAGA movement is endless, but it all starts and ends with us and what we're willing to do to push it to save this country because of the sickness that's going on. It's sick. The trannies aren't stopping. The progressives aren't stopping. The, the Antifa is not stopping. The baby murderers aren't stopping. So why the fuck would MAGA stop? All of the sudden, MAGA doesn't die or end with Donald Trump. So let's, I just want, just want everyone to just understand that. Understand that. There will never be a third party. A third party is the stupidest idea ever. MAGA needs to hijack the Republican Party because a third party will do one thing, ensure that Democrats win every election, everywhere, every time. The Republican Party is for the taking. The ultimate pirate's booty for MAGA, and that's how it should be looked at. We need to infiltrate, conquer it, divide it as far as the, the establishment, and get rid of them all. MAGA is ours. So... I'm talking about everyone going after Donald Trump. Alina, <clears throat> Alina Habba, Donald Trump's attorney, is uh, she's first. She's a fucking savage. She goes on Newsmax. She's talking about just how the Biden DOJ is coordinating with all of these DAs, which is proof of that. And things are going to come out about that about Biden's White House coordinating with prosecutors and uh, and attorney generals and DAs and everything else. She goes on Newsmax. I'm just going to play the video. And, uh, well, you'll hear what she has to say. She's great. Here now to address the double standard of justice happening in today's America is attorney and spokeswoman for President Trump, Alina Habalina. You were in court today. Tell, tell us how it all went down. Don Jr. was there, I believe, testifying as well. Tell us. Yeah, we had a very strong day today. Uh, there you go. That, that's us. Um, Don was clear, concise, made it very clear that he relied on uh, professionals and and uh, I think the testimony speaks for itself frankly uh, he, you know they did nothing wrong we know this Eric this is not uh, a witch hunt that has any meat to it most of them are completely nonsensical as we know but it was an event for Miss Letitia James to show up and have her press moment and that's why you know this is all happening let's just not get it twisted it's political you know, and we, we, I just talked to Rudy Giuliani about that. There were, there were no, there's no, no one was hurt. There's, there's, there, there's, there's no, it's a victimless quote unquote crime. I did, I, I can't yeah. believe they're wasting so much of, of people's time and money. And, and frankly, I guess it was a political witch hunt trying to get Trump off the, the incredible run he was having and it only fortified it. 
That's right. Well, not only was nobody hurt, people made money. The banks made money. The banks are sophisticated lenders. This is Deutsche Bank we're talking about. This is ladder capital. These are not uh, people that are mom and pops that don't understand. Uh, wait, 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 they're, they're not plaintiffs. None of them are plaintiffs. Is that right? They're not plaintiffs because they've never brought anything right. because there was never a default. They made money. They were paid on no time. Victims. They made judgment calls. Uh, the Trump organization, the Trump family, as everybody knows, is incredibly and are incredibly wealthy, are succeeding and thriving despite the attacks that they come at with them. And the truth of the matter is this is too tight. President Trump up and now his family, which is a whole new low. Um, so that they cannot campaign and be doing what they need to do. Unfortunately, it's not working for them. If you look at the poll numbers, he's doing amazing. Um, and frankly, they're just giving him a platform. Does it mean it's right? No, but they're miscalculating their steps. And and as much as PR is, as Ms. James, for instance, in this case has, she really needs to educate herself on, on how to do this properly. I think that's why she failed as her run for governor. Now, uh, Control, do you have that, that uh, soundbite of Trump calling this election interference? I'd rather be in New Hampshire, South Carolina, or Ohio, or a lot of other places, but I'm stuck here because I have a corrupt attorney general that communicates with the DOJ in Washington to keep me nice and busy because I'm leading Biden in the polls by a lot. That's all he says. This is election interference. So, Alina, you heard him 100%. there maybe alluding to the fact that the attorney general is, you know, kind of trickling down to the federal investigations or, or, or trials, but also maybe the, the, the civil ones as well. Do you think this is a coordinated effort, a coordinated effort by the left to, to derail the Trump campaign? Well, I would invite anybody who's interested to read the cross-examination of Michael Cohen, where I specifically asked and elicited a response that said this he was working with the da and while interviewing with the da the attorney general's office was sitting there with him period that says it all um this is absolutely coordinated we know this is coordinated there is no reason that all of these trials all of these cases have all of a sudden come from things that some of them go date back to when he was president, but they're all hitting him when in the year that he needs to be on the campaign trail and all of them are on rushed trial dates. It is absolutely coordinated. And I think it goes all the way from the top down to the attorneys, the prosecutors, the AGs, the DAs, and there needs to be a complete clean out of all of this corruption and politicization of, of anything in our justice system. I, it is I, so I, inappropriate. I know a guy who could probably clean that whole mess up. I know a guy. <laughs> he happens to be your your client right there. Alina, have a great yes, attorney for the So it is a coordinated effort. Could you just imagine all the resources that are going in to prevent the, the effort to try to prevent Donald Trump from sitting in the Oval Office ever again? We've never seen anything like this in our lifetime. And I, to believe it or not, I don't think we ever, ever will. There will be no one else in American history that they attempt to block from holding the office of presidency like they have for, for Donald Trump. Here's Donald Trump when he was in Texas speaking to the press. Is there, is there any chance you take a plea deal in Georgia? Himself. He can't win the election based on votes. The fact is that we 
have a country that's in serious trouble. We have a country that's in major decline. I don't mean decline. I mean major decline. And we're going to straighten it out. This group and a lot of people just like this group. We're going to straighten it out and we're going to make America great again. It's a wise guy. Thank yes, you very sir. much. <laughs> it's a wise guy with a wise guy. It's a stupid fucking question. Are you going to take a plea deal? Why would he take a plea deal when he did nothing wrong? That's when you know. That's when you know. He, he's, he's got everybody. It's wild. All right, I think I'm going to leave it there. I had some border stuff, but you know what? We, we don't, we, it's, it's not important. We don't need to get to that. I'm going to leave you with another great video from Lauren Eve of the Dilly Meme Team. I love her videos. We're going to end with this. Trump. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, I, the whole show, I didn't even, I, I didn't even bring it up. The, the, be, the best cigars in the cigar game, the most patriotic cigars in the world, not just America, in the world. Patriot Cigars, my company. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars. A premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. 
Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. Patriot Cigars, mypatriotcigars.com. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off. You get free shipping on orders over $100. Mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA. And actually, ah, oh, you saw a little burning on Fidel's. This is... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of detail in that picture, actually. If you go back and look when, when Fidel Castro's there, I think uh, there's actually, well, yeah, the bobblehead of me is in the commercial. Yeah, Yes, yes, everybody. I should sell them. I have my own bobblehead. There I am. There I am. Right next to my Trumpinator back here and my, my garden gnome. <clears throat> um, yeah, I completely forgot. I, f I completely forgot to play it today. It just happened. I was on a roll with everything, and I and I forgot to play the uh, the cigar commercial. I'm gonna just open up with it for now on. I just forget. It happens. I will tell you that this Sunday, this Sunday, my cigar company, Patriot Cigars, will start its sponsorship with the Roger Stone Show on WABC Radio. And you can listen to him from all over the country, wabcradio.com. He comes on Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, I believe. He does a two-hour show on WABC Radio. Roger Stone, the Roger Stone Show, Patriot Cigars will be sponsoring his Sunday radio show on WABC Radio. I already sponsor his daily show on Rumble, The Stone Zone, which is 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday. Roger does a live show and I'm just waiting for details, but I'm going to be doing a sponsorship. It looks like, uh, with, uh, Laura Loomer's show on rumble Loomer unleashed, which is cool. And oh, I got called on one second. I just want to check something. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I just want to see one thing. Yeah, no, never mind. But yeah, Hey, there you go. Roger stone show, wabcradio.com. Get the podcast. Roger Stone on WABC Radio. Great man. Good, good friend of mine. Loves Patriot Cigars. Oh, yeah, PatriotCigars.com. Promo code MAGA. 25% off. It is Freedom Friday. We will be back tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. I will be on. Yeah, follow Roger Stone on Rumble and on Twitter as well. Follow me on Twitter. You see the Twitter handles and the red ticker scrolling by. Hit me on the Twitter. Hit me on the IG. Make sure you're liking this video by hitting the thumbs up. Please hit the follow if you have not. If you have not jumped in the chat yet, you should. If you're watching the chat, we have a great community. Don't be scared. They're all great people. Share this video every way you can on social media so we can get like-minded patriots into the MAGA morning community. We always want to welcome more people. And yeah, I mean, just, just come and join us. Leave a comment that lives forever. Leave, I mean, we should have 50 comments for every video at least. We should have 100. And, you know, you go to the live chat, cool. Head over to the comment section, leave a comment. Tell us where you're from. Tell us something. 
I, you know, just you have something cool to throw in there, throw something in there. Tell us where to follow you on social media. We should all be following each other. And uh, yeah, I'll be back again tonight. 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Freedom Friday with James Curry. We'll be doing memes of the week. We'll be talking a lot about Meatball Ron and everything else that's going on. We'll get James, James Curry's perspective on things. He's always got interesting thoughts. Uh, yo, well, look, I think, you, yeah, you told me to get – Jonathan Allen wasn't in the chat today, I don't think. Rocket, I think you're the only one that told me to get fucked today. Um, make sure you're following. We are the show on Rumble, AP Unfiltered on Rumble. Job's dead has another 10 hours of work ahead of him. He's upset that we're ending the stream, <laughs> ending the show. <laughs> um, and again, make sure you check out Steak for Breakfast podcast later today. They put episodes out every Tuesday and Friday. I will be on there today with Christina Bob, Dr. Pen, ben Carson, Congressman Eli Crane, Roan, of course, the host of Steak for Breakfast, and we'll be having a good time over there to the feds in the chat don't get fucked the feds in the chat i'm sure there are plenty please hit the thumbs up on the video don't be a fed don't be a douche hit the thumbs up make this video go crazy in rumble world i don't know if we made the charts today but i don't even care about it i just care that all you people come every day recruit a friend let's have some fun we always have a good time here. And until tonight, as always, MAGA hat stays on. 8.30 p.m. Eastern tonight. It's Freedom Friday. I'll see you then.